Hello, I'm Alan Mahana, and welcome back to the Levantex podcast. This is episode two of my conversation with Lebanese filmmaker Nadine Lebake. As I said in our previous episode, this conversation occurred on August 4th, 2020, and we wanted to share that with you because it resonated with all of us. And most importantly, it gave us a lot of hope during these tough times. So I hope you enjoy the second episode of my conversation with Nadine Lebake. I hope you subscribe, and I hope you return next week for a brand new episode. Now on with the show. Okay, I'm going to switch the conversation just a little bit. I do want to talk a bit about the industry in general, the film industry in general, uh, because I do, there are a few things that I do want to discuss with you. You were quoted once in, I believe it was in an interview with Yumna Naufel, um, when she asked you, I think, like, you know, how important it is to you that you are like a female filmmaker. And then your, se- your response really stuck with me because you said that you identify as a filmmaker who happens to be a female. So it's not necessarily that you are a female filmmaker, but you are a filmmaker. How important do you think that mentality is when it comes to women in the industry? Because it's important not to feel, not, not to feel it as a, as a, as a, as a um, weakness. It's very important not to, I mean, I've never, never, ever felt any, any, any uh, struggle uh, in my work because of the fact that I was a woman or I am a woman. Never, ever. Yeah. Because I've always had this faith. I can do whatever uh, any man can do. I've always had this faith in me. I don't know why. I don't know where it comes from. I don't know what gave me this confidence. So, so when you reflect this sort of confidence, uh, maybe uh, people don't uh, people don't don't feel that um, you don't give them space or you don't give them you don't give them the the opportunity to yeah. look at you as a weak person because you don't reflect it. You, you I, I personally didn't feel it, and so people felt it. Felt that I did not feel. Any any doubt or any weakness or anything whatsoever because I'm a female filmmaker. Yeah. Of course, I had doubts as a filmmaker because in Lebanon, of course, it's a very difficult field. hundred percent. And every time you want to make a film, it's a huge thing. And it's I think as difficult for a man as it is for a woman making a film in general and making a film in Lebanon because of the fact that there's no film industry, that there's no structures, there's no institutions. And it's every time like a personal struggle, like, like you're going to war. So, but this war, I mean, or, or this difficulty, I felt it really because, um, because of the fact that it's, it's a difficult, uh, it's a difficult job. It's not difficult because I'm of the fact that I'm a woman. Yeah. Okay. And so I've always felt that, and and um, do, you, do do you do you ever think that the industry will ever uh, change in this country, or or will you know as soon as things Akid, as soon as things settle way you know like yes, in the future you know do you think we have the the chance or the opportunity or the the um, the resources 
to make of course i've i mean i've been very hopeful lately uh, i mean not lately lately of course yeah, yeah, now of course, of course. the future of cinema is still you know a big question mark everywhere in the world what's going to happen to shootings how people are going to start shooting and all of that and theaters what's going to happen to the uh, movie theaters and, and and all of that is still a big question mark i've been very hopeful lately because there have been a few examples of films that were very successful abroad, that were successful in festivals that people went to see, that people heard about. And I mean, people are, are very interested in, in, in whatever is coming out of this country, whatever is... Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I, so I am very positive. I, I think, of course, we will, we will get... But still, we're still a very small country. I don't know how much of a huge in- industry it's going to become, but we are slowly becoming an industry. With, uh, I mean, the the only the only thing that is lacking, of course, is is money. Is every time it's, it's a struggle, and you have to start finding money abroad because there aren't enough investors or financiers or or producers here in Lebanon. So, exactly. but. I, I I feel like, you know, with a few examples of more more films being successful abroad and having the the right kind of lighting shed on those films, the more we have uh, the chance to become an industry because people will start believing in Lebanese cinema, people will start being interested in Lebanese cinema, and this will attract more investors and more producers, and and that's this is how you become an industry. Agreed. I love. I love. I love what you said. I've always, um, you know, I've, I've, I've said this to to my students back when I was teaching. Um, that I've always said that I think we have very talented directors. We have very talented actors. We have very talented screenwriters. What we are lacking the most is the infrastructure to allow us to do what we do best. Um, exactly, and, yeah. and and you literally echoed that, uh, which which is which is fantastic. What do you think are the next steps for Arab voices in the industry abroad? Like we've we've there's already been a lot of I guess um, doors opening. Um, again, with your you know with your film uh, Capernaum getting nominated, uh, you know the year before it was the Adwaitis film. Um, your films have done success, you know, have, have been successes outside as well. Um, what do you think our, our, you know, what steps should we keep taking, I guess, to, to ensure that our voices are still heard in the industry? Just making good films. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) There's no, there's no answer. (laughs) Simple answer. Making good films. That's it. There's no other recipe. There's no other secret. There's no other, you know, you know, some people just uh, want to hide behind excuses like Mm -hmm. uh, I didn't have the right producer or I didn't go to the right festival or I didn't whatever. And I mean, or I didn't I didn't get financed or no. Nobody was interested with my script or whatever. We have to really stop hiding behind excuses. A good script will get financed. A good film will have the right platform to be, uh, I mean, uh, um, and have the right exposure. There's no secret. Really, there is no secret. There's so many films. There's so many 
filmmakers, so many scripts out there, so many films being shot, so many festivals, so many people presenting their films to the festival. There's no place for, you know, excuses or wasayit or whatever. It doesn't work this way. A good film will get picked up by good festivals. A good script will get picked up by good producers. Good films will be done and will be successful no matter what we say and what we do. There's no secret. You know, just for the example, I just I don't like to talk about, you know, our, my work or whatever. But you no, know, just to tell you, Capernaum was done really literally uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. with a small crew. Nobody knew what we were doing. We didn't have any money. We were in debt. We were like minus, I don't know how much. I was really struggling. We even were thinking every time we'd go to the supermarket, thinking twice if we could go there or not, or paying my son's tuition. My husband mortgaged the house. And it was, uh, I can't tell you what a financial struggle it was. And not only financial, struggle in every single way. And it was such a small thing just such a small film and nobody knew what we were doing and look what it did it, yeah. it didn't matter competition BAFTA Golden Globes Cannes Oscars uh, uh, César all of it all of it but, all that's of be- it. but that's because it was a film that had that had hardship that had humor that had heart and that had hope which makes it a, a, you know a good film yeah okay So I have two more serious questions and then a few fun questions just for the fun of it. And then I'll let you go. Um, so, okay. Uh, serious, uh, serious question. Number one, what d- does the idea that the potential idea that that film or the industry sh- shifting towards more of uh, the streaming uh, platforms, d- does that scare you as a filmmaker? Does it excite you as a filmmaker? It scares me. Okay. Uh, it scares me to lose the movie theater experience. Okay. <laughs> it okay. scares me to not be able to to watch a film in this, you know, in this dark place with other people and feeling their energy and having this collective co- collective um, experience mm-hmm. while you're watching a film. We don't really necessarily uh, feel it, or we're not aware of it, but it you really feel other people's energy when you're watching a film. It's a collective experience. And I, I would be very, very, very sad uh, to lose it or not to be able to have that experience again or, or I don't know, making a film knowing that it, it will not, it will not uh, be on a big screen. Yeah, I mean, the reason uh, I ask this is because we've already seen Martin Scorsese opt for Netflix Steven Spielberg has a deal with with uh, another streaming service. Tom Hanks just his his most recent film was on Apple TV Plus. Uh, you know, like so that's why I wanted to ask that. No, as as someone who agrees with you a hundred percent that the movie theater experience is 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 like going to church. <laughs> like it, it's so it's exactly. such an exhilarating experience. Uh, I wanted to see what you thought uh, in in regards to that. Um, the second. And final serious question is, what do you think makes a good story? 
And the reason I asked heart, her, heart, okay, heart, knowing, okay. knowing why you're telling that story. Okay. That's the most important thing. I think knowing exactly why you're telling that story and what's, what's drive, what is the drive within you that makes you want to tell that story? Okay. Uh, that's it. All right. Awesome. Like another fun questions. If you had an unlimited budget and had no, t- putting all the challenges aside, what would be an ideal storyline of a film or series that you'd like to execute? I think I would do a musical. A musical? Mm. See, somehow that doesn't surprise me. Like, I know I've seen those nafet <laughs> of, of musicalness <laughs> in, inside your films. Um, it's not surprising. I, I, I would go see an Adin Labake musical. I, I would. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, would see, I would do a Lebanese musical. A, be- and a, a beautiful, crazy Lebanese musical. Yalla, let, let's write it. Let's go for it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. number, number two, would you ever consider directing a, a series? Something for like, let's say Netflix or Apple TV or, or whatever. Yeah, why not? I mean, why not? Uh, of course, I'm, I'm going to have to. And, I'm, and of course, it's, it's tempting, but it has to be, of course, the right story. Yeah. And it has to have, you know, the right elements for me and whatever... I mean, because it's such a, whatever it is, if it's a series or a film or whatever it is, it's such a huge uh, adventure and it's really, it destroys me every time I make a film or I make a, whatever it is, you know, so it, it has to have the elements I, I need to give me the right adrenaline and the right, you know, challenge and the right um, uh, fuel, spark. Right. Um yeah. Number three, who would you love to work with in the big leagues in, in Hollywood? Who is someone that you would adore to work with? Whether, whether it be actor, director, producer. You know, I'm often asked this question and I don't have an answer because I don't have this dream. Uh, yani, I mean, uh, it's, it's fun. <laughs> I've never had this dream of, wow, I want to work with this actor or this producer or... I don't know. I've I've never had this. I mean, there are a few directors I would love to be. Um, I would love to be um, um, directed, Yanni, by and no, Ooh, I'd okay. love to that be works in- as well because I know you act and and personally, yes. I I I adore seeing you on screen because I think you're a very talented actress. Um, so who who would who would you like to be directed by then? Uh, maybe Abdel Latif Keshish. Okay. Or. Asghar Farhadi or Yorgos Lantimos. Ooh, interesting. Uh, his, yeah. films are, his films tend to be quite, quite weird and, and delicious yeah. at the same time. So yeah. I like I that. I really like this guy. I really okay. like him a lot. All right, moving on. Yeah. If you could, yeah. If you could go back and tell Nadine, like, Pre-Caramel Nadine, like Nadine working on Caramel. If you could go back and tell her anything, what would it be? Knowing what you know now. Take your time. (laughs) Ooh, okay. (laughs) Do you you tend to be a little impatient? (laughs) No, but I've learned how time is, how much taking your time and anything you do is so precious. That's why, mm. you know, in Capernaum, we took six months of work and six months of, 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 of shooting and, and really taking, 
taking your time with your actors, with your crew, and really taking your time with your scene. And time is just the most precious thing that you can ever have. And, uh, you know, in any budget, in any film I will ever do, I think the whole budget will go to that. You know, the, 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 not the whole, but the most important part of the budget will go to time, taking my time working. And finally, um, mm. as, as a citizen, as a mother, as a filmmaker, as an artist, as an actress, who has been your, your biggest influence? I, I don't know. I'm, I, it's going to be disappointed, disappointing, but uh, I don't have I, n- no one really, no, no specific person. Okay. Uh, it's really, it's several, you know, several people in my life who, who are different than me or who think differently than me can be very inspiring or, or someone who's, I don't know, um, who has a, better personality than I have can be inspiring or can is, 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 has a better way of dealing with things can be inspiring or has a, has more wisdom than me can be inspiring or somebody who's calmer or, you know, any, any, anyone who at, at any point in my life I encountered and showed me a different perspective or, or made me question my own yeah made me question my own way of being or maybe made me question my uh, my beliefs is an inspiration for me or, or 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 has had an influence on me so there isn't one person nice. you can learn yeah you yeah, can I learn can. something great from any person really any person any person that really any person you encounter that questions or makes you question your your own beliefs uh, actually changes your life without you uh, even noticing but you have to be ready to change you have to be ready to just question yourself all the time and 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 change your mind and i love changing my mind every day yeah it does make life a lot more interesting when you're open enough to uh and, and you know, like excuse the the pun, but you know, when you're open enough to change the angle, life can become very interesting. Exactly. Nadine, thank you so so much for for all of this. <laughs> um, yeah, and I, I'm really thank you really for insisting. Yeah, I'm really glad I insisted. like I'm really glad I insisted and convinced you uh, to take the time to do this. Um, the conversation, Aslan, as a whole, it was was very interesting, and and I like that we looked at it from a general perspective and not just um, not just celebrated you, but but looked at everything, changed the angle. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I knew it was go- going to be an interesting discussion, much interview. That's why I, I said yes. <laughs> uh, this, <it's laughs> I had very humbling. Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> I'm speechless as always. Um, thank you again. <laughs> and I, ho- you. I, ho- I hope we do cross paths uh, in the future um, at some point. I'm, I'm sure we will. I'm sure we will. Allah, of course, with the situation. And like you said, again, I'm still, I'm withdrawn a little bit. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, Okay, I need some distance with everything that's happening. But uh, I'm sure we're gonna we're gonna meet soon. Yeah.